Great morning, great morning, grand rising. What up though? Happy, happy Thursday. What's good? Hey y'all, welcome back to Quana's Corner. <laughs> How's your week going? It's been a little, it never like it hasn't been that cold. It's been a bit rainy here. Mm, I don't know what's going on with the weather, but you know what? I'll take the rain over the snow. <laughs> not to say it's not coming because we all know living in the Northeast, snow is just a part of what we go through every winter. So let's just hope it holds off a little bit more and we get to enjoy the last few holidays coming up. Okay? Anyway, I wanted to talk about being a stay-at-home mom. Um, so from the last episode, you know, I told you guys, you know, I'm no longer working, so I am a stay-at-home mom. And since becoming a stay-at-home mom, <sighs> if you can't tell about a deep breath, <laughs> listen, I had said maybe mm, a few months ago before um, I got laid off, I was like, I don't know how the stay-at-home moms do it because I I couldn't do it. I I couldn't do it. It's not for me. It's it's not my cup of tea. Mm-mm. No, ma'am. Get somebody else to do it. Get somebody else to do it. Until, like, I was in this position. And I'm like, I'm home. Um, since I'm home, I guess, uh, yeah, baby moms will be home with me. Right? I mean, why not? So, now that we're home together. Hmm. Mm-mm-mm. It's a lot. It is a lot. Being home with your child is like a gift and a curse because there's going to be, there are women who go to work every day and they wish they could be home with their kids or their child. They wish they could be home. And there are those who are stay-at-home moms like myself and with that we go through a battle we we go through a battle um things become routine you don't really get that connection with other people and I know some people are like oh well you know you can always um do what is it what is it called mommy and me groups and things like that you know to interact with other moms who might also be stay-at-home moms when you but when you go from working every day or working you know a few times a week and you're around adults to no longer being around adults but just you and your your toddler because um the twins are in school they're in school so I I really don't have to worry about them they're gone for what eight hours a day I don't have to worry about them um it's more so just me and Miles so being at home with a one-year-old it's a busy day it's a busy day with very small moments to myself and some people tend not to understand, like, oh, you're a stay-at-home mom. You 
have it so easy and it's just like um would you like to come and do like a walkthrough with me for a day would you would you like to do that because none of this is easy the same way mothers have to go to work and you know you have to handle your tasks while you're at work when you're a stay-at-home mom there are things you need to do as well you know when you wake up you take care of your child the moment from the moment you wake up and um I did have a talk recently with someone who I really admire um I don't want to give too much about that person but I'll just tell you what they said um they mentioned that, you know, why don't you try getting it up earlier, you know, before the house wakes up so that you can have that time to yourself. And I was like, wow, that sounds like a, a good idea, you know, wake up a little bit earlier so that I'm able to, you know, woosah or just figure out my day before anybody really needs me. But I realized uh, whether that's me going to sleep earlier um, I'm going to lose out on something. I'm going to lose out on something. So if I go to bed earlier to get that sufficient amount of sleep, to get up earlier, in turn, I lose out on that bond that I have with Bear Debate. Because normally once he gets in from work, he doesn't get in your normal 6 o'clock. He gets in a little bit later than that. So by the time he comes in, usually dinner is usually being plated and... He's sitting down to eat. He's saying hi to everybody. We're having a conversation. And mind you, the kids are still up. Everybody's not down for bed. The household is still a muck. And we're trying to, you know, settle down. So by the time we have some alone time to just, not family time, but just alone time for me and him, sometimes that does require me to be up longer um, than I would if I wanted to go to sleep and get those seven and a half to eight hours of sleep i realize the older i get i need my sleep when i don't get enough sleep i'm not a happy camper and i have not been dependent on coffee in quite some time if i want coffee it's just because i have the craving that i would like a taste of coffee like or the taste of the drink i don't i, I don't have that dependency like oh my gosh i'm so tired let me go get some coffee like no i make sure to get adequate sleep and i feel good when i wake up I literally feel good when I wake up. Aside from that, um, hmm, this seems like such a hard discussion to have because I feel like I may have had, I may have heard, you know, a little, like that's what it felt like when you talk about stay at home moms. It's like a, because nobody wants to look bad. Nobody wants to be talked about and shit all talking down about you it's just i feel like it's a sensitive topic let me walk you through my day okay i'll walk you through my day and i'm sure they're gonna be a good handful of you they're gonna listen to me like mm-hmm, yep something similar so i usually get up in the morning when i get up in the morning um since um miles is still nursing he has his nursing sessions in the morning we lay down in bed together he nurses and once he's done he's he's a he's moving he's ready to get up out the bed and he wants to get down and start walking around so granted 
I take a few deep breaths. I literally, I won't lie to you guys. I literally will grab my phone. I check my emails. It's the first thing I do. I check my emails to see if I got any messages back from jobs. If I have any paperwork I need to fill out for anything. Um, I'm checking those things. Once I check those things, then I automatically go and hop on my social media feeds. Um, because he's so content at that time, I'll take the time out to answer DMs. Um, or yeah, just answer DMs or comments and something like that. I'll take that time to do that. It doesn't really take that long, but that's usually what I'll do. I know I've seen things like, oh, you shouldn't jump on social media the first few minutes of your day to really to really like balance out yourself. And for me, um being home I've always wanted to really like, I feel like I put out a lot of great content and I was like, you know what? I could really make this a thing, but I feel like making it a thing, like really like devoting myself to being a, you know, putting out that content is the the whole thing about it is putting it out consistently. We'll come back around to that. You have to put it out consistently and being a stay at home mom is like, you're home. So you can take the time out to put out that content because I mean, you're home right okay so that's why I do all of that um once I get up out the bed I'm like okay come on let's go brush our teeth we go brush our teeth um once he, he loves brushing his teeth I put him down and then he's ready to run amok around the house I put him down while I brush my teeth I get to wash my face and sometimes he likes to just stand there and watch other times he just stumbles upon the new thing he wants to go play in the toilet let me tell y'all the first time that I caught him playing in the toilet, everyone was here. It was over the weekend. And we usually keep the bathroom door closed. But I forget. I think it was Peyton. She came out the bathroom. And I'm not thinking about it. The door open. And I usually, you know, yell out from them in the living room. Like, hey, somebody has eyes on mouse if I don't see him in my, you know, my, my vision. Like, I can't see him anywhere where I'm looking. I'll, you know, hey, anybody see? And somebody will respond. But something just said go check on him and as I get up from the couch I want to say it's about maybe 20 feet maybe more from my no it's more than 20 feet probably (laughs) from my couch to the bathroom that we have I could hear slosh 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 I started to run and he was just having the happiest time playing around in the toilet and I was so disgusted I was entirely disgusted but, um, yeah, I had to give him, he got nice little washing and all of that. So now when I wash my face and stuff, I kind of block off the rest of the bathroom. Because, you know, my, uh, well, you don't know, but um, my sink area comes first before you come in the bathroom. Most bathrooms, I think the sink area comes first. So I block off the rest of the bathroom so he can't have access to it. Um, after that, I'll, let me speed it up. After that, you know, we usually do breakfast. I'll make breakfast while... Um, I'm making breakfast. Depending on the day, I'll put on uh, PBS Kids for him. PBS Kids in the morning really keeps him engaged. He loves Sesame Street. He likes uh, Eleanor. Um, I forgot the girl's name. How about I remember her name? It's a little girl. She's um, Latinx. And she she does all these little things she talks about why things happen how they happen can you send a cat to your abuelo's house your abuela's house in mexico it's really cute um he likes to watch that 
and he'll watch Don Quixote, which is, I can't even, it's a, it's a donkey and a panda. It's very weird, very weird. Moms, if you know the show, you know. <laughs> uh, so depending on what breakfast is, if I fix the porridge, oatmeal, that's something where I'll come and I'll sit with him and I'll feed it to him. He hasn't really learned how to feed himself yet. He's trying, but he hasn't really got it down pack yet. Um, if I make something like eggs and uh, pancakes or toast or something, that's something I let him feed himself. And I'll sit him in the high chair. And when he sees the food coming, he knows. Now, let me tell you, be very honest. Sometimes when I'm making breakfast, dude, he'll, he'll be hungry. Like, he'll be hungry, so he'll be pulling on my clothes. I'm like, baby, hold on. Mommy's coming. Wait. So I put my hand, like, in a stop motion, and I kind of bounce it back and forth. Like, wait, wait, wait. Um, I do have a lot of patience when it comes to my kids. Not to say, like, I don't get angry. I don't get upset. But I have a high level of patience for them. And I'm like, wait, wait, wait. And sometimes he doesn't wait. So as soon as I, uh, maybe if I'm giving him food or something, I'll start to feed him the fruit just so he can calm down a little bit. I'm like, come on, let's sit in your chair. And he'll lift his arms up, sit in the chair, and I'll give him his plate. And then we'll sit down and eat together. Normally while we eat together, I ask him if it's good, if he wants more, or I'll tell him to try something. And once he's done, we always FaceTime somebody. Or sometimes while he's eating, we FaceTime. We FaceTime my family. He loves to talk to Nana while he's eating. He loves to talk to my twin sister while he's eating. Um, he loves to talk to big best friend, which is my younger sister, while we're eating. Um, so we'll kind of do our rounds of calls in the morning while we're finishing up breakfast or during breakfast. We'll finish up our calls and then I'll put him down. Now, depending on how I'm feeling, I might put him down and go sit down with him while he watches something on TV. And I'll grab my laptop to start applying for jobs. Or I'll just put him down and go start cleaning up the kitchen. From there, I'll clean whatever. Um, I give him a drink. He wants water, whatever. Uh, he's coming to this thing where he's opening the cup he has and the water spills out everywhere. So, no lie, at least seven times a day I'm cleaning the water he spilled on the floor. If he didn't open the cup and spill the water, he decided to take a sip of the water and let it drip out his mouth. Which I think is so disgusting, but one-year-old right okay uh somewhere between that by by about 12 12 30 he's ready for a nap so even if i'm not finishing the shit he's pulling on my clothes again if i'm like if i'm doing something he's pulling on my clothes he wants to take a nap i'm like okay let me go change you put you down for a nap i put him down for a nap he does not sleep long so his naps are usually like maybe 30 45 minutes an hour max if he sleeps long he must be really tired and I mean long meaning more than an hour. Like, he's really tired. So I'll be like, okay, fine. While he's asleep, mm, depending on the day, I might just go sit down. Just go sit down and go back to applying to jobs. Or I'll sit down and I'll scroll. Remember, I told you, social media. I'll go check my social media. I'll bounce back to my email and check my emails. I'm like, okay. Or I might go find me a show to watch. Just because I can start to watch it in peace and I don't have to share the TV with a toddler. <laughs> Once he wakes up, we have a little snack. From the snack, we go to lunch, whatever that may be. Sometimes I order out because it's the small things that kind of make me happy during the day. And I, um, even though I'm not working, I do try to be cognizant of that. Like, you're not working, maybe you shouldn't order that Uber, or, uh, Uber Eats. Let's make something that's left over and 
the fridge or throw something in the oven that's frozen like chicken patties or frozen pizza or something and from that we will sit down and play he'll he'll probably ask me to blow bubbles with him his his new thing is blowing bubbles and I blame Miss Rachel for that um his thing he loves Miss Rachel so normally after that first nap of the day is when I'll let him watch Miss Rachel I'll put it on he's very particular about what he watches too very particular I put that on for him. Now, if you, why are you listening? Does does your day sound pretty similar? Like, through the course of your day, what you're doing is you're feeding, you're feeding, you're cleaning, you're feeding, you're cleaning. You might rest for a little bit in between, but then you're feeding and cleaning some more. And you're just like, <laughs> and then you have to attend to the wants and needs of being. I want to be picked up. I want to be held. I want to... By the time the twins come home, I'm like, take your brother. Please take him. Please take him. Because it feels good to have someone else here. And I'm not the only one. He gets super excited when they walk in the door. Super excited. He's happy to see them. And even though they come in, you know, they take off their bags and stuff and they go wash their hands. Because they don't pick him up in that very moment, he starts yelling. That's his new name. He just screams. I'm like... You have to, I'm teaching him how to say help because sometimes he'll knock a car over and he can't pick it up or he's trying to do something and he's struggling. I'm like, you have to say help, help. You can't yell. You have to say help. So that's a thing we have. From there, he might take another nap in the evening. Sometimes he doesn't take a nap. And when he doesn't take a nap in the evening, oh, oh. It gets bad. It gets bad. And throughout the day, he's nursing. He's nursing. I try to give him, like, snacks and water to kind of keep him away from just um, comfort nursing, which is when he, he doesn't really want milk. He just wants to do it just to maybe be in my arms. So I make sure I have lots of water because I figure he's thirsty, just like we get thirsty, you know. Um, I make sure to give him lots of water. He have his snacks and things like that. But in all honesty... I, by the time Bear the Baby gets home, I am, like, super thankful. There's times I'm really happy that he's home. I'm excited to see him. I can't wait to talk to another adult that's not on the phone. Like, I'm face-to-face and just, you know, oh, so what's going on out there in the real world? Because it's not much going on while I'm here in the house. Now, whether I spend the day in the house or I might just go out. Now, when I go out, mind you, I'm trying not to spend money. So, I might go out to run an errand. Might go out to do a little bit of shopping if we can. And since I have his stroller, I don't drive. So, because I have his stroller, uh, I kind of, I'm real strategic about where we go. So that I'm able to get on public trans, get off without needing anyone's assistance, use the elevators that are there, and things like that. But I try to get out and talking to y'all make me realize, you know what, let me go look and see if I can find some um, mommy and me groups or just stuff to do with a toddler uh, when it's cold outside. Because we can't go to the park. It's a little bit too cold to be in the park, you know. And sometimes he doesn't, he likes the swings, but he'll be like, uh, five minutes and I'm done. Okay, what's next? <laughs> Literally, what's next? And I mean, he he walks pretty good to the fact that he might, you know, walk around the park but I would literally have to hold his hand while he wants to walk around but I I just think it's a little bit too cold I've had several conversations with friends and 
we all agreed that being the I, I wish I could remember um who 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 she told me so um a really close associate told me that um the it, I don't know I don't know if it, I don't know if it was a page on Instagram or whatever but it was talking about being a dominant parent and being a dominant parent is you're the dominant caregiver you're the one who takes care of everything you remember the schedules of everyone you take care of everything literally everything you're the one cooking the meals you're the one everyone comes to when they need support and care um you're the one who's always touched out because everyone needs so much from you and you're being pulled in so many different ways and I was just like I never knew that was a thing because this is what I feel like often I'm being pulled in so many directions I'm just like so when I get a chance to go out with my friends sometimes I run like think god i get to work like it's not to say i i don't like my family i don't love them i don't care for them it's that i need time to myself i need time to be me be me without other people caring or mom 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 he touched me he looked at me mama 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 i i just log off just log off there are times where I sit by myself I go into my closet that's my new hiding spot I go into my walk-in closet I don't close the door I just leave the light off and I'll sit there with my phone do whatever it is I want to do no one can really find me now kind of like now Miles can kind of find me when I'm sitting alone he can he'll walk over and come find me but being a stay-at-home mom if you're listening and you know a stay-at-home mom, um, it's always nice to reach out to ask if they need anything. Do you need some time alone? Do you need a babysitter? But if you're extending these things, don't ask and you have no intention on doing it because it leaves a sour taste in our mouth because we would love to have someone to babysit. And and please, if you ask, be be good at the things you're asking. <laughs> Don't volunteer the babysitter. You ain't ever watched a child in your life. We appreciate the yes, but no, baby, no. That's okay. That's okay. Um, you want to go out for drinks? Can you get away so we could go do something? Do you have some free time? Please, please, because I'm pretty sure there are a lot of stay-at-home moms. Heck, they're probably moms in general who do work in the office who just like, yes, please. Carry me away, please. I would yes, I would yes, I would like to go out. Absolutely. Because every day is it's I can't say it's boring because it's not boring. Every day has its own challenges, but every day is different. Every day is different, but it kinda it might be a little different, but it's a routine. A routine and I get I get tired of it. Besides me applying for jobs and while I'm applying for the jobs, I don't, you know, I might get rejection letters and such. Getting rejection letters while you're applying for a job and being a stay-at-home mom. You know what? You really like, you know what? Mm-mm, I can't do this. Let me push this to the side. You push the laptop to the side, grab the remote, and you start to watch TV. Because you get a sense of, is it me? Am I doing something wrong? That's what it feels like. Having the twins come home and be here um, and me be at home, that. No, no, no. That that doesn't 
it doesn't really do much for me. Like, I don't feel like, oh, my gosh. It's just when they come in and they want to bicker with each other. I'm like, guys, it's been really quiet in here all day. Like, besides the little noises that Miles makes. Can y'all please just... Why? Why? And sometimes I enjoy the noise. It feels good to have them here and make all that noise. I will say this. <sighs> being a stay-at-home mom and being in a relationship, you have to find a fine balance. You have to find a fine balance. And you also need a partner who's helping out. I know. I know. Some of y'all just looked at the phone like... <sighs> Yeah, right. So since we're at home, nine out of ten times our partner, if we have one, is the one who's out working. And, you know, when they come in, they're tapped out as well because they've been working with the people at their job. And they're just happy to be home in their safe space. And we're ready to throw the kid at them. The kid's like, take it, take take them, take them. I'm done. And they need time to decompress as well. So even though they just walked in, it's. You still got to hold down the kids. You still got to hold down the kids for a little bit just to give them that time to woosah before they dive into home life. Um, I remember when I used to work and it was only just me and the twins. Like I would come in and they'd be ready. And I'm just like, guys, guys, listen, I, I when I come in from work. You know, I appreciate the hugs. Hi, mommy and such. Yes. But before you tell me about your day, can you just give me about 15, 20 minutes just to change out of my clothes, use the bathroom when I get in, you know, just get comfortable and then we can start talking. And they was like, okay, okay. And at the time, I think they were in third grade. I think they were in third or fourth grade when I said that to them. I said, because I just need a little bit of time. And... They understood that now, um, now they're, now they're older, they're 13, they, they go about their day, they come, they come to me, but once they come to me, it's, it's a little, it's a little different when they come to me, but it's not as soon as they come in, unless they like really excited, they got a really great test score or whatever, and I'm excited, especially if it's a class they've been struggling in, I'm excited and I'm supportive in that way all the time I never like no it's not now like no like tell me more tell me. it feels good like when people come home if you live with other people because then they get to tell you about their day and you're just like wow really like you feel like well oh, this is going on this is like the world isn't doesn't stop because I'm not working or I'm here all day with a toddler tell me more what's going on with your day it feels good going back to your partner um, having that downtime to just decompress from work, you know, um, I'll, so I'll give you guys a little bit. Bear to Bay does jump in. He does jump in. He'll, he'll sit there. He's like, I got the dishes. Cause I'll tell the kids, Hey, wash the dishes. And he's like, I got the dishes. And I'm like, okay. He'll get the dishes. He'll start feeding mouse dinner. Cause mouse usually gets his plate first because impatient toddler, <laughs> but normally he, he's, on a schedule he knows his bath is gonna come and he knows to go down to sleep so he may go to sleep um either at the same time as the twins or a little bit before the twins so we need to make sure we get him ready so he needs to go ahead and eat and he'll feed him and such like that and then we'll sit down and we're talking about the day talk to the kids about their day or just whatever we want to talk about in general 
after he he obeyed Miles or whatever, he he'll go off into the room and sit down and watch TV by himself. And this is a whole different podcast we'll have, but he needs that time to just the same way I need that time to nobody call me, nobody speaks to me, nobody. He needs that too, and I never knew. I never knew that men could need that as well. I never knew that. This took a conversation that we had and being extremely transparent with each other, being very open with each other. And it felt good to know that these are things that he needs. And I had no idea, no idea. And it wasn't to say my feelings aren't valid. What what my needs are are not valid because they definitely were. They definitely were. Um, and I, I think I mentioned I needed more help. Like, I need you to chip in more. And he was like, okay. I, you Like, you got to tell me, though. And I'm like, you know what? I think with, you know, for a lot of us moms, we're so in the routine of doing things ourselves. And because we're home all day, we're like, you know, let me go do this. Let me go do that. Let me go do this. Let me go do that. And we're handling it all. We got it all. So when our partner comes home, it's like, you know, do whatever you're going to do. I got the kids anyway. And then sometimes we do those things and then we get an attitude because we've taken on everything. We've done everything. We did the laundry, washed the clothes, cleaned the floors, um, straightened up. We've done everything all day so that when our partner comes home, it's just like, you got to go to work. You ain't have to do nothing. You ain't do nothing. You go bathe the kid. Now you ready to go to bed. You got an attitude. But does your partner know why you're mad? Like you gotta, you gotta say why you're upset, why you're feeling away. Because they're not mind readers. They're they're not mind readers. And I know, I know, I know. It might be a thing of like, well, we're we're on this end, and I I get it, I I get it. But it's literally like a team effort. It's like a team effort. That's why I said if you have a partner who's Helping, let them help. Let them jump in. Um, if you need that help, voice it to your partner. Voice it to your partner. While y'all sitting in bed, hold a hand. Because um, um, I can't remember who told me it or... I think it was my sister. Um, normally, if you have, you're ready to have a hard conversation with your significant other, um, there's a low chance that they'll have a bad reaction to what you're going to say when there's some type of physical touch going on. So if you hold their hand, your hand is on their thigh or something, you know, that connection is there for them not to really, really shoot from zero to 100. Now, I'm not to say, I'm telling you to, you know, go say something wild crazy to them. Yeah, that's not going to work. <laughs> that ain't going to work. But, you know, if you want to have that conversation, definitely have it. And you should, you know, um... Oh dear, I really, I really have to write these things down when I see them because I, I see them and I'm like, hmm, that's, that's good. That's good. Um, there was something I saw and it was saying, you know, a lot of, oh, um, it was a therapist. I love his page on Instagram. He was saying how a lot of relationships, you have the relationship, then they have the kids after a lot of relationships fall out after the kid because they didn't realize how much it involved. And because that communication y'all once had now dies. It now dies. But you really got to keep that up. You really got to keep that up. So, like on the weekends, when Bear the Bay is off, um, 
people invite me to stuff or they'll say, oh, let's go do something. And if I have the means to go do it and I'm like, I feel up to it, I'll go do it. But there are times I'm like, I want to stay with my man. I love my friends. I care about them. Um, I do want to see them. And I'm like, I want to chill with Bay. And there are days I'm like, can't throw my clothes on fast enough to get out the house. Literally. Literally. The great thing about that is, besides my friends, I always have my sisters. I be like, girl, what y'all doing? Let's go do something. Let's, let's go do something. I don't, I don't even care. I don't care. I'll, I'll, listen, tell me what to be, and I'm there. It's the it's a plus thing. Because it's not... Um, it's not as warm outside anymore. You know, you might have to be a little strategic with the activities you choose. But, yeah, definitely get out and go do something. <sighs> I know it's hard. Every day is so repetitive. Pick out the best parts of your day. And when you get to the best part of your day, really sit in it. Really sit in that best part of your day. Or the times when it gets hard, allow yourself, if you need to cry, be like, oh my goodness, I don't know what I signed up for. I, this is, I'm having such a bad day. You know, sit sit down in that as well. If you have a really, you know, close friend you can reach out to, you have a therapist you can reach out to. Um, or when your babe comes home, just be like, you know, snuggle with them. Like, I just had such a rough day today such a rough day like try to let that slosh slosh off like just wash that off and then go into the next day if that means taking a shower in the dark some candles lit your favorite um aromatherapy going on your your favorite body wash scents in the bathroom enjoy that breathe that put a little music on if you need to i remember being younger and thinking to myself, if I ever become a mom, I'm going to be the best mom ever. Don't ever think you're not being the best mom ever because you need time to yourself. Don't ever think that. Having that time for yourself makes you a better mom. I remember the first trip I went on away from the twins and I went with my girlfriends. Oh my goodness the level the level of reset i i felt when i got back i was so happy to see them you thought i've been i was going for months i was so happy to see them i felt way more engaged with what they were doing in school i felt more engaged with what they were learning just in general it felt so good y'all so good i feel like i'm gonna cry <laughs> Like, I'm really going to cry. Take some of the things that you just heard and see if you can start those baby steps. See if you can start those small steps to, if not make it easier for yourself, just to have the moments of wusa. Like, okay, my load does not feel as heavy now. It doesn't feel as heavy. One more thing I'm going to tell you before I go. If you have older kids, the little boy just woke up from his nap. I hear him. <laughs> Good thing I'm wrapping up. If you have older kids, have them help out. Have them help out. Whether that's with the cleaning, with the cooking. You don't have to take everything on yourself. Allow them to help. Even if they clean this not done to your standards. Guess what? Guess what? Guess what? It is clean. It is done. 
you don't have to go do it. If they don't clean enough, like it still looks dirty. Hey, 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 come here. Because at the same time, you're teaching your older kids how to take care of themselves as well. And you may not even realize that. Simple life skills. Simple life skills with teaching these kids. I love y'all for real. Especially y'all who listen to me when even when I go on breaks and I come back and y'all still here. Like I appreciate and I love y'all for real. Until next time. Later, y'all.